You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dance Moms After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dance Moms After Show. Get up, get on the Whoa, that was good. I'm still hooked on this move. I know, this is called the sprinkler. Ooh, the sprinkler. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, you know, I've been working on it for a couple weeks now. Everybody, that was a sprinkler. I was ready for this moment for everyone to see my sprinkler. All right. <laughs> but what's everybody? We are here for another reclap. Oh, oh let's oh. try it again. Let's reclap <laughs> of our favorite hit TV show, Dance Moms. Um, I am your host, Francisco. As you see tonight, Tony and Stephanie are missing. Um, they are both working in, I don't know, where's Stephanie at? Steph is working. And Steph's then, working. Tony's in Atlanta doing yeah. another hosting job. So right. congratulations for him. Yeah. But tonight with me is our lovely other, my other lovely co-host. Hello, everybody. I am Candace Camacho. Yay. So tonight we have um, our season four, episode 18, Seeing Red, special reunion episode. And there's nothing new that really happened. It was kind of just a, you know, a reclap of the entire season that mm-hmm. has happened so far. So... You yes. Know. Yeah. Um, a recap, a reclap of lots of emotions mm-hmm. and lots of drama. I saw lots of anger. Yes. Uh, lots of hate, actually. I feel like that's <laughs> what kind of surrounds the entire show, just lots of anger. Yes. I feel like there's never not many happy moments on the show. No. <laughs> the only joy, the only happy moments were when the girls were performing. Yes. So. You know, it's funny because that's what some of the fans say. They say that the only happy times are when the girls are dancing on the show. Yeah, um, it is. But we start off the reunion with Abby by herself and the executive producer of the show, Jeff, you know, talking to her about the fight again and, you know, her relationship with Christy. And Mm -hmm. so and you can kind of tell that she's just she's over it. Yeah, it was funny because in the beginning, I don't know if she knew the camera was rolling or the (laughs) show had started, but she was just kind of sitting like this. And then she was like, oh, and, and she kind of like perked up. And um, she just, Abby did not look happy that Mm -hmm. entire time. But you know what? She has this whole cast of dance moms and a lot (laughs) of the fans out there, you know, totally after her. And I mean, rightfully so, but. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because when you say fans are after her last week, when we talked about Abby at the competition and I spoke, you know, candidly about what happened at the competition, she received a lot of backlash of last week because of what I said. <laughs> ah, well, that's kind of a. She kind of deserves it. Yeah. Well, I mean, she she does she deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she does deserve it. I feel sorry that you know I kind of like dis- disrupted her privacy a little bit because she kind of sp- spoke candidly behind the scenes with you know it was kind of wrong for me to do that. But at the same token, you know, it is what it is, and it happened. Um, but. Abby was going through a lot at the time. Obviously, we saw the week previously that her mom died. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's probably a lot of things that were on her mind that kind of probably could have pushed her to the point of, you know, just mm-hmm. being in a crazy zone. Right. Yeah. So, but in the crazy zone, he asked her about the fight with Kelly. And, you know, she said she didn't sign up for the abuse on the show. Well, yes, slapped. she did. <laughs> she totally signed up for for every abuse or you know every hit yeah <laughs> that she gets but i mean she does well nobody deserves to be hit yeah no and one especially like in this day and age everybody's so defensive and and mm-hmm. so happy and just looking for an opportunity to strike but when they replayed that clip of mm-hmm. her charging at her 
I mean, I kind of put myself in that position and you can't back up. I mean, right. she's, you know, full force coming at you. And I kind of put myself in the position of what, what, what I would I do. do? Yeah. And she was like, you know, chomping at her finger. Like, ah. yeah, I feel like she kind of welcomed that situation. Like she got up, she charged Kelly, you know, with aggressive behavior. Mm-hmm. And Kelly was standing there. You know, she wasn't going to back up either. I feel like, no, she didn't sign on the show to get hit, but she kind of. You know, it happened because she was the one who initiated that situation. Yeah. And she pushes these mom's buttons because, you know, none of these children are Abby's. Right. But when your child is subjected to this type of behavior, I mean, you become an animal and Mama Bear comes out and Mm -hmm. she preys on their, you know, I know Christy said the F-bomb like, you know, 11 times they said (laughs) in that one episode, but... She just she knows how to get them. She, she does. gets under their skin. She she even admits in the episode that you know her tongue is sharp and it's abrasive and she owns it. So I feel like she knows how to get underneath their skin and she does it just because she knows she is capable of doing it. Yeah, she does. She you know, like my mom would say, stir the pot. Stir the pot, which. <laughs> Brings us to Christy coming on stage at the reunion. Yes. She looked amazing. She did. She Christy, really you look good. gorgeous. Yeah, she did that yeah. beautiful, beautiful dress. Yeah, hair and makeup done. Beautiful long dress. Glam squad. Yeah, she really had a presence walking on, but she, you could tell she was angry. Oh, yeah. She just looked, you could you could cut the tension with a knife. Yeah. Like, it was Abby and Christy, yeah, separated by Jeff, and you could just feel the tension in the room. Like it yeah. was kind of a lot. It was a lot, rightfully so. Yeah, but it, it um, I wouldn't in my life. I wouldn't want to be in a position to be full of that much heat. Yeah. You know, I think and I would try to remove myself from that situation, which is hard. And I know it's you know, hard, but yeah. um, Christy says that you know. Jill and Holly are now kind of seeing what it feels like or what Kelly and Christy have been talking about the entire time, mm-hmm. you know, because Nia and Kendall are both receiving the end of the stick, just like, you know, Chloe is. Right. They're both kind of targets, just like Chloe was, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And you see that, you know, Holly and uh, Jill are kind of Christy's backup squad because, you know... That whole situation with Melissa and Christy stormed off the stage and was like, I'm not coming out without Holly and Jill. Right, right. And I at first I thought, I was like, oh my gosh, is she coming back? Or is <laughs> she like gone? I'm like, don't leave. I'm, she know. like stormed off and you could see that she was pointing to whoever was on set. She's like, you're not doing this to me anymore. You're not doing it to me anymore. Right. And that's what is taking your, you know, your life and your situation into your own hands. Mm-hmm. And she wanted, like, you need a backup. You need a team against this bear right. called Abby. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, to go up against Abby and then another mom by herself is kind of, you know, it's a little scary. Right. And, um, you know, she has everything to back herself up. Yeah. But I wouldn't, you know, if strength in numbers. Yeah, strength in numbers, and she has them. Um, but... What do you think about, I mean, Jeff brings up the, the comment, can you and uh, Christy, Abby and Christy, work together for Chloe's sake? Um, do you ever think that it would be possible for them to ever, you know, to come to some kind of agreement to let the child just be, be and dance? Um, I'd have to say at this point, no. Yeah. I think they're beyond that point. And I think Abby just is... Um, messing around, mm-hmm. messing around. She has found Christy, this woman that she can get under her skin and she likes it. Mm-hmm. And Christy is pushed beyond the point. She's hurt. Her child is hurt. I know mean, we'll get to this later, but right. I've, I felt that coming through on Chloe's performance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Her solo. Mm-hmm. So I think that point of them working together is over. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I thought it was interesting that, you know, Abby said, you know what, it's funny because... I actually go in and, you know, help Chloe's solos. And Chrissy was like, no, you don't. You take things out. And then Abby said back to her, well, she represents me anyway. So I felt like Abby was kind of admitting to dumbing down Chloe's solos because it was Abby's name on the line. Yeah, she, I think she does. And what what happened? She um, Abby was saying, you know, I think Chloe is a nice girl, mm-hmm. a beautiful girl, a beautiful dancer. And then Christy was like, well, if you think that she's a nice girl, then why do you dumb mm-hmm. down, or a good dancer, then why do you dumb down her solos? Right. 
It's crazy. Honestly, I don't get it. Like, Abby praises this girl, but at, at the end of the day, she... She doesn't really. You could tell. You could tell her eye contact. She was like, oh, she's a nice girl. She's <laughs> she's a good dancer. Like, and she's... Just we pulling all, for compliments. Yeah. And we all know she's a fabulous dancer, but I just... Oh, yes. Um, But, sorry, I just lost my spot on <laughs> my notes. Um, That's what I was about to get to. Um, She praises Chloe, but, you know... She doesn't mean it. She doesn't mean it. Right. Um, and then, oh, yeah, and she said she wasn't mean to Chloe. It's a show. What does that mean, that she's not mean to Chloe? It's a show. She just yells for the purpose of the show. She's not really mean to Chloe. She's very mean to her. <laughs> you know, you can tell. Yeah. And, I mean, I've, I've, had, I've received some tweets of, like, we're all hashtag Team Chloe, and I really appreciate that, that feedback. And... How could you not be? Right. I just, it's really, I mean, I don't condone this behavior or this show. It's really getting hard to watch. It is. It's it's a little hard to watch with the little girl's feelings on the line. And you know yourself as a little kid mm-hmm. that if somebody was screaming at you or treating you that way, you would definitely feel some type of way. Like, you would feel affected as a little kid. I would feel affected as a little kid. And, as, and an as, adult. Yeah. And as a mother. Just yeah. like she is. She's a big ball of... You know, anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I couldn't imagine being in that spot with having a teacher, someone you look up to and someone that you want to learn from coming at you like that. And then also saying it's a show in the same token. I'm like, are you just yelling at me for the sake of the show or what do you really feel? Yeah. I mean, I wonder what Chloe does feel. I wonder if she knows it's just a show, if she's mature enough and old enough to, to look at it from that point of view mm-hmm. or is... You know, I wonder if she's probably, I mean, she's obviously really hurt, but. Yeah. I feel like she, she probably is affected and, but she just probably, probably doesn't want to show it as much because she has to remain strong for the show or, you know, yeah. for herself, doesn't let it get to her because she's used to it by now. Yeah. Just keep fighting and yeah. keep going. Because she knows she's a good dancer. She doesn't need someone else to, someone like Abby to show that. But, um, after all that happened with Chrissy coming on stage mm-hmm. and everything, we get into a couple of group routines. Well, a group routine and a solo. We see the Kinky Boots routine again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you like it at all this time or no? No. <laughs> I know. I know you love it. Um, I really, I really didn't like it. Okay. I just, I don't like the wigs and the, yeah. and the, the boots and the yeah, skimpy clothes. The boots and the skimpy clothes. They focused on Mackenzie twerking and shaking her butt again. Yeah. Like, I felt like, was it the same routine? I felt like it was yeah. a different routine. I feel like they just showed the entire length. It was like the entire length of the dance. and Okay. It was yeah. a little bit longer. So you got to see the whole thing. I did. But yeah. that oh, okay. whole focus on Mackenzie shaking her butt in the camera was just kind of like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> That's a little, she's way too young for that. No. I'm not, like, I don't want to see that. Not that part. Or not Miley Cyrus in it. No. Not at least her age. <laughs> right. Maybe when she gets older. Yeah. Um, And then we get to Chloe Solo seeing Red. And mm-hmm. what did you, you have some thoughts about that one? Oh my gosh, um, I felt like she was digging, and I felt like she was fighting, and I felt like it was emotional, um, of course, technically on point. Um, I, at the end, I was like, I rewind, I rewound it, and I was like, did she just wipe that red all over her face mm-hmm. and anger in her eyes? I, w- I mean, what a great actress, but yeah. I think that there was some definitely raw emotional feelings behind that. Mm-hmm. But it was a fabulous, sensational um, piece, but a lot of lot of anger. It was a lot of anger. I really enjoyed the solo all over again from Chloe. Like, I'm all the way Team Chloe, and I love her as a dancer, but I just felt like it was just something that, once again, she has something to prove, and... She's fighting and, you know. Yeah, she doesn't have anything to prove. Not to prove, but, like, just to kind of, like, put in Abby's face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she did. Girlfriend, work that. Yeah, work that. (laughs) (laughs) I just felt like she needed to do that for herself to be like, you know what? Okay, I am seeing red and I'm really pissed at you and I'm going to show you that. I'm Team Chloe all the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With her million Instagram followers. Right. <laughs> um, but after we see the group of teens, we get into um, a conversation with Abby and um, Chloe and Matt, um, with Melissa about Maddie and why. And Jeff straight up asks Abby, why have you not found anybody to compete against Maddie? Mm-hmm. And she says, 
you know, I haven't found anybody who's her age. There's 13-year-olds and 9-year-olds. Come on. Right. You only seen 13-year-olds and 9-year-olds at your open auditions. At your Orlando audition, your New York audition, and where else? Somewhere uh, else. I forget. Okay. Atlanta? Yeah, Atlanta. Uh, that was it. Uh so you're meaning to tell me you're you haven't found anybody anybody in that age category, and then she was you know when somebody works as hard as Maddie, whatever, right? All of those girls work hard. They really do. And Christy brings that up, and instantly Abby once again puts the attention right on Chloe. When Christy never said, "Well, Chloe works just as hard," she never put the spotlight on Chloe at that moment. She said, "All the girls work hard," mm-hmm. and Abby says. Chloe's never in class. James actually said that he hasn't seen her all year. That's a lie. A lie. Yeah. Big time lie. I'm like, why are you once again directing the spotlight on this little girl when it was a, a general statement about all the girls work just as hard? Right. She couldn't have, uh, Chloe could not have improved as much as she has if she wasn't there. Right. It's just, it's kind of ugh, one of those situations. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's, is she not like blatantly lying? I I don't know. I don't know if Chloe... When I was there in Pittsburgh, Chloe's at the studio taking class. So maybe previously before that, I don't know what happened. But I feel like Chloe is in class. Abby's just not there. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't really know the story behind it. But who cares? Mm-hmm. She's there for the TV show. And that's why she's there. I mean, she didn't sign a contract for the studio. She's probably not taking... Who knows? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But... Abby, once again, just threw the shade right up on Chloe when it was just about all the girls. Um, but the whole, um, the whole, why Abby doesn't want Maddie to lose. Oh, that's what the Chloe, Maddie works that hard. Sorry, I'm like totally spaced out right now. Um, the Chloe, Maddie lying about the duet. Right. We find out a little bit more backstory behind Chloe and Maddie lying about the duet. Um, we find out that Chloe, well, Chloe asks Maddie at the studio, but there's a, I don't know what to believe. But there's a disconnect yeah. because she says that she didn't know until she got to the competition that she was performing at the competition, but she wouldn't be competition ready unless she was rehearsing at the studio. Right. How much time did they have to repair that duet for it to look that good? And get first place right. when they just found out the day before they left for competition. Right. Um, and I, I I mean, I can't say she's lying. Mm-hmm. I'll call it a fib because she's a kid and she's being directed by these adults. But I feel like she knew. And Jill pointed that out in the yeah. interview. She's like, I think they did know mm-hmm. or else it wouldn't have they wouldn't have gotten first place. Right. They had to have been rehearsing it. I feel like. I don't want to say, once again, that Maddie was lying, but I feel like there was a lie in this situation and there was some kind of shadiness behind it a little Mm -hmm. bit with Abby and Melissa and Maddie. I don't know who's telling the truth or what exactly happened, but I feel like there was definitely some kind of secret about it. And Mm -hmm. Abby says, you know, I I wanted the win. I wanted to guarantee the win, but why don't you have faith in, you know, Paige, was it Paige and Chloe that did their duet when they got second place? They could have won. Yeah, they would have won. They would have won if Kalani and Maddie didn't come in and do their duet. And she compares it to the Super Bowl and, like, players for the Super Bowl. I'm like, dance in the Super Bowl, really? <laughs> right. I think she was just kind of using the synonym, yeah the, yeah, the analogy that, you know, she's knew Maddie was a sure win, but yeah. so were the other two. They And they did really good. Yeah. They did really good. And I just feel like, once again, shadiness, Abby, problem. Right. Again. Again. <laughs> and lots of lots of drama that she's creating. And she knew. I feel like Maddie knew. They all knew. And yeah. Melissa just kind of played there kind of dumb. Like, no, she didn't know. She knew at the studio. And then what? Like that day they found mm-hmm. out at the competition they had like full on hair and makeup and costumes. <laughs> right. Um, so we're kind of going to the back to how Christy walks off set and she brings back on Holly and uh, Jill. And we get into the conversation about Nia and how Nia is why is Nia an either or dancer? Yes, either, either or. Either or. And I've never seen Holly so worked up. So fired up. Yeah. And because she's usually really composed and really classy and can speak, 
you know, with enough diction and to get her point across and be stern without being loud. But she got loud at the reunion. She did get loud. She got loud. But why Why in Abby's mind is Nia an either-or dancer? I know that, you know, Nia's solos haven't produced wins like the other girls. But I feel like if all the other girls are getting shots and opportunities to do a solo. She should, too. Right. Yeah. Just have a little faith. Let her... It's not about the win. It's about the experience that these girls need. Right. But for Abby, it is all about the win at whatever cost. Mm -hmm. You know, she doesn't care if she hurts somebody's feelings or if, you know, Nia, she hasn't produced the scores on her solos, but she hasn't gotten the practice either. Mm -hmm. You know, Maddie's up there 24-7 all the time. Privates and all the alone time with her teachers. and Yeah. And, you know, if Nia had that attention, but... You know, she's not, but she was pulled out of that Bollywood number. Right. And she did have more time to practice on her solo. And she did really do great with the solo. And she pulled through just like she mm-hmm. always does, as her mom pointed out. And maybe she did need a little bit of more time on her solo. And I think that that's okay. Yeah, it is okay. I mean, we see that with Nia's, you know, plate less full of work, that she did excel well in her solo and placed higher. Um, but Maybe this is, you know, a, a stepping stone and a learning lesson for Nia. You know, you can do well on your solo, and now you can also do a group routine, you know? Mm-hmm. She can move on from here. It sucked that she got pulled out of the Bollywood routine because we all talked about how it would have been Nia's strong point to be in the Bollywood number. You're right. Um, you did. But Holly brings up how it's Abby's, you know, it's it's her problem as a teacher to have the budget for costumes. So why is this costume thing a problem? Because it's her... You know, it's her job to clothe these girls yeah. and to order the costumes and make sure that everybody's taken care of. She just used the costume thing to get Nia out of the group routine mm-hmm. as, an excuse, as an excuse, as she always does. Um, I thought it was funny that the moms pointed out that they get the costume duty on Friday and they don't yes. get any recognition, and that is Abby true. Does that fake clap. She's like, yeah. I'm like, really, right now, mm-hmm. really, right. Um, so it is Abby's job. It's her company. I actually would love to see the dance moms putting together costumes. I think they probably would be a hoot to watch, like rhinestoning and probably drinking their wine and getting a little bit tipsy. And I know that (laughs) that would be be funny because I don't really see any of them being too crafty. Yeah. But maybe they are. I I mean, I'm not being prejudiced. I just, (laughs) I'm not crafty. They're all dance moms, so I feel like they have a little bit of rhinestoning and sewing experience. Right. But I feel like that'd be a good... Bust out that glue gun and... Drinking wine. I can imagine them just being so funny. I know. That would be funny. It'd be a good change up for the show to, like, let the show have a little bit more lighter side, a little bit more funny moments for everyone to see and not so serious all the time. Yeah, it's getting, like, really rough. Mm -hmm. You know, rough to watch. Um... But we see Maddie and Kalani's entire duet, Two Sapphires, which was breathtaking. Uh, breathtaking. Stunning. I was like... Legs to there. <laughs> legs, feet, turns. Yeah. It just looked like just one person, one person dancing. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Totally one person. But it was so funny. and I saw one mistake in it, and at the end, they ended different. They did? Yeah. One girl was down, and then one girl was up. Oh, so you had the eye for the mistake. I don't, I know. I feel bad pointing that out, but I was like, <laughs> rewind, and I found a mistake. Yeah. I no, wasn't looking for that. It happens. Right. Look at you, little judge over there. You have yourself uh, no. a dance judge now. <laughs> <laughs> no. I see the mistake up there with your I arm. saw that mistake. That will be <laughs> minus 10 points, ladies. <laughs> so funny. Um, after the duet, we move on to the situation about the Jill Christie switch-up thing about how... Christy moving Kendall and Chloe's solos, and we find out kind of a little bit more backstory about that again. Mm-hmm. I guess we do get some kind of new information about, you know, that the episodes have aired and we kind of find out about it. Um, what do you think about that whole situation with, you know? Um, I mean, could she have even been responsible for moving the solo? I mean, the, the girls are backstage and they're told when to go. Mm hmm. I've been to three dance mom competitions, and I've never once seen a dance mom backstage. No. Like, I've never seen them go backstage with their kids, ever, once, never. Mm-mm. So maybe it was Chloe literally just asking, am I last? And they moved her last. 
It could, it honestly could have just been a little. So simple. So simple. Yeah. And I feel like the moms turned it into something bigger than it was or than what it needed to be. Yeah. Because in competition, is it better to go last or is it better to go, or does it matter? Is it better? Honestly, I don't want to watch someone else who's better than me. I want to get my solo and get it out of the way. I don't want to be like, oh my God, she just killed it. Now yeah. I have now to. Now I have to go. Now I have to go. Like if I were Kendall, I'd want to go before Chloe. Okay. You know, because once you see someone who's really good, you're like, oh my gosh. Like when I'm at auditions and I see really good groups. Oh, go definitely. Up and they kill it. I'm like, are you serious? I have to go and follow up that? Yeah. I don't even like to walk in and like see people that I'm like competing against before they've even done anything. <laughs> yeah. You just like look at everybody, yeah. see what they look like. And you're like, see what oh, they're she's wearing. Really cute. I'm like, oh, my gosh. oh, I really like her hair. <laughs> Start judging yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly feel like going last, you have a lot more pressure on you. So at the end of the day, I feel like Kendall was in a good position to go before Chloe. Before. Because okay. Chloe is a really good dancer. So I wouldn't want to see what she's doing and then have to follow her up. Yeah. I don't think that it had anything to do with the dance moms. I think I could have been just like, am I going last or am yeah. I going first? I feel like you know, it was just a simple mistake that got escalated. Huge, hugely escalated. Yeah. Um, and then we see Mackenzie's cry mm-hmm. <laughs> solo again. Yeah. And the Maddie face. I know. Once more. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit more focused this time. We got to see a bit more of it. Yeah. It was <laughs> cute. It was really sweet. You know, great. Mackenzie. Yeah. She's maturing. Yeah. She's growing right in front of our eyes. Little Mackenzie. I know. Little adorable girl. She's literally the cutest little nugget in the world. I adore her. I do too. Whenever she sees me, she comes and gives me just big hugs and like wraps herself. Oh, <laughs> I'd love to meet her. She's, she's so cute. Yeah, she's adorable. Oh, I'm so sad you weren't here for when they came in for their interview. Yeah, I wasn't. That's so sad. I came but, on the next episode. Oh, that's right. Well, maybe, hopefully, you know, they'll be back here coming in yeah. for another interview. Um, So after Mackenzie's duet, we... Once again, bring on Crazy Leslie. Woohoo! Abby calls her Cray Cray, and yeah. she's the Energizer Bunny. Yeah. She, yeah, she's Cray Cray. <laughs> well, aren't you too, Abby? I feel like they're two peas in a pod. Birds of a feather. Flock together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they would get along better because they're similar, so they kind of would understand each other a little bit more. I think so, too. They're both, you know, cut from the same material. <laughs> so I feel like they should understand a little bit. Yeah, and it, it kind of opens up with Leslie screaming that you never give... Peyton, a beautiful lyrical solo. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't own the company, right. Leslie. You can't pick what she gets. You should probably be lucky that she's getting to do anything. Because she's not part of she's the She's not part team. of the company, and she's not the age of the company. Right. Which is... Or the group, rather. Yeah, which is kind of... Which probably leads to Peyton not getting solos, because... She's not old enough, and that's not the focus of the show. They bring Peyton into being being group numbers, and that's it. Like, Peyton never does duets or solos, so I feel like Leslie shouldn't expect for Peyton to do solos, because that's not what she's not there for. Right. Um, so it's just, I don't know where she's going with that, because she knows. She's just a mom who wants to promote and... Um, be positive with her investment that she mm-hmm. says, her, her investment in, right. in Peyton's dancing for Abby. And, you know, she wants to see her go far like every mother would. But, I mean, you know, you're on national television, lady. That should be enough. I mean, you're doing pretty good. <laughs> doing pretty good for you and your daughter. And your investment seems to be pretty... You she, know, uh, your investment, honey's paying off. It's paying off. And, you know, Peyton's a great dancer. She is. It and is. she did a great performance. And... Kinky Boots, and I felt like that was, even though I wasn't a f- huge fan of that dance, she did get a great spotlight, which I felt mm-hmm. like was um, a great opportunity for her. But she can't, you can't come into a situation like that as Leslie did and have that type of attitude. You're not running the show. No. And un- unfortunately, you're going to have to put up with a little bit of um, a lot of Abby's attitude. Yes, a lot. <laughs> Complete 100% Abby attitude all day long. Because it is the Abby Lee Dance Company. Mm-hmm. And Abby says in this reunion, who dances is up to her. So It is. It's her company. It's her show. Nobody would be there if it right. wasn't for her. And, and, you know, you're not in charge. Mm-hmm. You have to know your time and place. And Leslie see. mentions um, to Abby and, you know, Jeff, she said that she's tired of chasing the carrot. What does that mean to you, that she's tired of chasing the carrot? 
I that means to me that she's tired of chasing that um, permanent spot on the team. Right. All of these moms want their kids to have a permanent spot. Well, I think the moment that you put your own destiny in somebody else's hand, you're always going to lose. Mm-hmm. It's, it has to come from within, and you have to be happy where you are and work, you know, do your best. Mm-hmm. But you can't go around, you can't, I don't feel like you can come from a place of lack and, oh, I'm not good enough. I want to be here and, and get there. You know, that's that's very true. And I feel like Leslie should take in her moments that she's on the show with Peyton and traveling and doing this whole experience and not complain about things. Because I feel like Abby would be more rece- receptive and responsive to her being more positive and, you know, being happy that she's just there instead of being so, you know. Yes. Yeah, and Abby, or um, Leslie made some mistakes. You know, they had that one incident where Peyton didn't have her costume or didn't fit. She needed a medium or large or whatever. We uh-huh. should have done that back at the studio. It's really, a, you know, a simple phone call. It is. Hey, what's up? This doesn't fit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Done. Costume <laughs> yeah. fixed. Right. I feel like for the future, Leslie should definitely, if she's ever back on the team, I think they're starting filming again this week for eight weeks. Um, she should focus on just being in the moment <laughs> yeah. and appreciating and being positive and just going with the flow. And I feel like she'll get through the day so much better. Right. And, uh, well, you know what? We're, I'm all about, we're all about promoting your kid and right. wanting the best for your kid. But then, you know, stop with the the attitude. The craziness. I feel like whenever she's on the show, like, she's an energizer bunny. Yeah. She doesn't stop. It's right. It's like consistent complaint after complaint after complaint after complaint. Mm-hmm. You're like... Can you just be happy for your daughter for like five seconds? Because your daughter's Peyton, she's pretty happy. She's pretty happy to be dancing and on the team with the other kids and being on TV. What kid wouldn't, you know? Right. So, but the cray cray one called somebody else cray cray, and it's like you're all cray cray. Hot calling the kettle black. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's exactly what that was. Um, So we see Leslie, whatever. Maddie comes on to do her tap solo, Game of Love, Mm -hmm. which was once again. Amazing. Super fabulous. Maddie's so good at what she does. She is. Yeah. Perfect. Tapping, tapping her life away. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Kathy. <laughs> the prissy prune. The prissy prune. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. The candy apple that turned into the prissy prune. Right. Oh, my gosh. So funny. I feel like Abby is definitely comedic. I think she has her moments where she can be really funny. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of nice to see a little bit of joking. Comic relief. Comic the prissy relief. prune. And, but I like how Kathy, she really doesn't let Abby get under her skin. Mm-mm. Like, not really at all. I was kind of turned off of how Jeff turned to Abby and said, do you think that you know, you don't get underneath her skin. She goes, no. And he goes, neither do I. I'm like, can you just be the neutral host here? And He wasn't neutral, though. Wasn't. And I was going to bring that up. Of, I was going to ask you your opinion of him. Yeah. But he's not neutral. No. And I, it kind of made me think of uh, Chris Harrison on The Bachelor about mm-hmm. how he's always, like, neutral and how do you think about this? And, and with, you know, this guy I was like, gosh. He was he, definitely like this was him stirring the pot. <laughs> stirring the pot. Well, look at the show. Yeah. There's tons of stirring the pot. So right. I feel like it definitely comes from the producer side, and it, he wasn't neutral. Mm-mm, and he was not. It was very. It, it kind of turned me off on how he like kind of turned that flip that situation on Kathy. Yeah, oh, he like, he was a little evil at times. Mm-hmm. Just. I like his honesty. I like him, how he brought up the Kalani situation and the Maddie. Oh, we didn't talk about the Kalani situation. We'll get to that when Kira comes out, whatever. Okay. Um, but I felt like he was kind of honest, which yeah. was nice. But he should have been honest and neutral and not honest in this side or that yeah. side. I'm wondering what the fans thought of him. Yeah, I want to yeah. know. Let us know. Yeah, if you guys have an opinion about Jeff Collins, the producer, and how he was on the reunion show, comment below and, you know, we'll get back to you because us three like to comment. Stephanie, <laughs> Candace, and I, Tony will only respond if it says Tony in the comments, so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll respond. Let we'll us respond. know. We'll yeah. respond. Uh, but yeah, let us know what you think. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that happened. <laughs> I was like, I looked at the screen and I said, Jeff, really? Right, really. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, Jeff asks why, you know, Abby, why cannot Kathy cannot beat her? 
And she says she's not doing it right. She can't do anything right. <laughs> yeah, he goes, well, what is she doing wrong? And That's right. Yeah, a couple moments. Basically everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, seriously, Abby, I feel like she has good choreography. Mm-hmm. It's just not as good as... Yeah, uh, it's, it's not there yet. It's not. I mean, her girls are a competition team. Mm-hmm. They work together. They're friends. They just come. From, they've got the technique down, the emotion, the feeling. Mm-hmm. They're not, and they they push. You know, they yeah. attack those moves and they fight. They perform as one. And and her and her group isn't there yet, but they're good too. Yeah, they're, they're just, really good dancers. Yeah, they're not as good. Right. I just I want. Abby to stop trying um, to say that, you know, Kathy is just not as good when Abby doesn't even choreograph her own stuff either. You know, she has Gianna and she has James who are doing majority of the choreography at her studio, which are Abby's trained dancers and they train at her studio Mm -hmm. and Kathy brings in other people to do her stuff. But it isn't Abby's choreography. It's Abby's coaching. It's Kathy's coaching. But... At the end of the day, Abby wins because of her dancers. Right, because her dancers. they're there. They want to be there. They want to put up with it. They made the decision. They've committed. Mm-hmm. And they've had a lot of experience at this point, dancing yeah. together, working together. Right. Kathy's kids aren't competing every weekend like the Abby Lee girls are. Candy Apples comes in a few weeks you know, yeah. in the season, and they do not, they're not used to what the other girls are used to. No, Abby's girls have basically given up their childhood mm-hmm. almost to dance. And uh, I mean, you know, you, you know the saying, whatever the, you get out of it, what you put into it. And that's true here. How know? do you feel about Kathy comparing Abby's dancing to synchronizing, synchronized swimming? Um, I think that's a great comparison because synchronized swimming, when I watch that, is completely amazing and majestic and unattainable for most of the population and honestly so so is Abby's dancers. <laughs> so you think that Abby's choreography is elementary and they're basically No, like... I mean the synchronized swimming that I've seen is like full blown amazing. Okay, so you think it's a positive thing. Yeah, I okay. think I mean I don't she wasn't saying it was positive. I'm turning it into a positive okay, because okay. I've watched synchronized swimming on the Olympics and it's just it's like hard. Yeah. It's it's a lot. <laughs> right. It's not the same with the emotion and the this and the that, but it's a lo- the same in the way it's a a big discipline, a big commitment, a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. And cleanliness. They have to be clean. Yeah. I just didn't like And how... good looking. <laughs> and good looking, nice bodies. Right. <laughs> uh, I just I kind of didn't like how Kathy took well. They're obviously always taking low blows at each other. Right. But to involve the, you know, the dancers and their dancing and the choreography is kind of just... Yeah, just a, I just the grain of salt, mm-hmm. you know, throw it over your shoulder. Like, uh, she's jealous. She can't win. She's lost four times. Mm-hmm. She even pulled out a number once to work on it more. Still didn't win. She's just jealous. Mm-hmm. And Kathy actually defends her decision to pull the routine that they were talking about. And mm-hmm. Abby rubs it in her face. You know, she waved the white flag. She gave up. Right. uh, Which was funny to see. Um, And then Kathy says that she's this is not her last dance. She loves ruffling Abby's feathers. Yeah. And then Abby kind of kind of shook her feathers a little bit (laughs) like this. (laughs) She's kind of funny how she reacts to certain things about, you know, when people make fun of her. She kind of just like takes a grain of thumb, throws over her shoulder, and she makes fun of it too. Yeah. She's just kind of like, she's a good sport, I guess, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That would be hard. I don't. It would be hard for me to be in Abby's position and have all these people attacking. Right. I don't know if I'd be roughly my feathers along, Just you know. keep your feathers down. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like... <laughs> in a corner, Abby. Pull it back a little bit. Pull it back. Do you think that it's Kathy's last dance? No, no. She'll be back. Yeah. I don't know if she's going to win against these two elite teams. No. No, but... No. I mean, you know, why, why quit? Does I just pe- feel the... Candy Apples versus Abby Lee is redundant, and it's just, you know, outplayed, and it's it's over. I don't. I feel like it should be her last dance. Right. Well, maybe they're going to bring on somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, they brought on that other great competition team. I'm forgetting. It would their... be nice to see Abby. You know, them kind of spotlight different studios in different cities, and like 
kind of show the tougher competition. Yeah, you know? like on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. West Coast, come over here to Cali. Mm-hmm. All the great choreographers like. over here. And, <laughs> yeah. Give them a little taste of their own medicine. Um, and af- after we speak to Cabby, Cabby, oh, I just combined their names. The Cabby Apple. <laughs> the Crabby <laughs> Apple. <laughs> um, we see the routine of Abby's choreography dedicated to Kathy and the Witches of East Canton. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, and I, I was like, what's the name of it? East Canton. Okay. East Canton. Okay. Canton is the city that they're from. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the Witches. The Witches. Right. That wasn't ever my favorite routine ever. I feel like they're not committed enough to pull that off for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like to be a witch, you got to really commit. You know what? I I agree. I couldn't – I didn't like it because I couldn't make out who the girls were. Mm. And I couldn't really see them. Okay. I mean, I saw Maddie. She was in white. But the other girls, I was like I, – I was hungry to see where Kalani was. I couldn't even make out Chloe and her blonde hair. Because they were all, like, done up and the things in their hairs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of didn't really get to really critique it because I couldn't see it. Yeah. Well, for me, I just felt like – the girls are amazing at their lyrical stuff and their musical theater and most of their stuff they're really great at. But when I feel it comes to like really character driven stuff. Yeah, like pounding the pavement mm-hmm. and, and pushing through that that wall. Mm-hmm. Um I saw I was able to see Maddie and I didn't see like that attack. Yeah. So I feel like that's where they lack in those. That's kind where of they situations. lack. Yeah. But you know what? You know who doesn't lack is Chloe. No. She's got that. She does. She's get she's gotten better of it, better with it because Chloe used to be timid. Timid. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's breaking through finally. I think she has for me, and she's finally connecting with her character. I really want Kendall to do it. I've seen her perform in person. Mm-hmm. Like I know she can perform and pull it out, but she just needs to do it all the time and not be so timid. Yeah. And same with Nia. Well, I feel like Nia commits a, lo- a lot more than some of the other girls. Mm-hmm. We just yeah. don't get to see it as much. Um. But we got, we come to Kira mm-hmm. coming out and we enjoyed everything. I can't say a negative thing about the experience. <laughs> oh, that was a really good impersonation of Kira. <laughs> My long hair. <laughs> her long hair. Right. So long, like almost down to her butt. Right. She looked awesome too though. She did look awesome. Yeah. I they all like, did, they all looked great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all looked really good. Hallie had her hair pulled up and mm-hmm. she looked great. Um yeah. but um we get to the situation where Jeff brings up and says to Kira, you know, people say that the duet was the catalyst behind the fight of it all. Um, and she goes into explaining, you know, her piece about the story. And I honestly don't think, I think the duet was something that kind of just was escalated. A little, it was the topping. Like the cherry. The cherry on top that kind of pushed it over. And I think Kira was right. You know, there's a backstory to it before she ever came. Mm-hmm. It's just a frustrating day that, you know, we get back to the duet. The duet showed up out of nowhere. and Yes. You know? I, yeah. That, um, that situation was escalating. Like she said, before she ever got there, it was just, you know, you kind of reach your point and the duet was kind of the, the icing, the cherry mm-hmm. on the, the cake. So. Um, but we didn't, what I didn't we get to talk about earlier was, uh, Maddie versus Kalani, they bring up earlier in the episode that, mm-hmm. you know, why isn't Kalani going up, gone up against Maddie? And they say that they're in different age categories. But I would be curious to see how they would go up against each other in an overall score. Right. But we haven't gotten to see that. No. Because they did that to Cameron and Chloe this past competition. There was an overall score. They're both in two different divisions. And we got to see who beat who in overall scores. Mm-hmm. So I'd be curious to see. And Abby says, you know, It'll happen maybe one day. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> why, why do you think she just wants to protect Maddie so much? I don't I mean, know. She's a sensational little girl, but she's, you know, she needs to grow and, you she know. Needs she needs to be challenged. Yeah. She's not always, you can't always win, like, every single time. But I can tell you my opinion is that Kalani can give her a run for her money. Oh, she can. I mm-hmm. mean, and I feel like they both compliment each other well and it'd be a great battle to see both great of them. battle like and it ha- it'd have to be an even battle it'd have to be kalani with a contemporary lyrical maddie with a contemporary lyrical right not maddie with a lyrical and kalani with musical theater right it's just <laughs> it's not a, an even battle no. it has to be even right completely across the board um with the same amount of tricks mm-hmm. i would love to see that yeah me too i wonder 
Maybe mm. we'll get to see it. Maybe. Maybe we'll get to see it. I thought it was funny that um, that Christy said that when Kalani came in, Abby was as happy as a pig in the mud. In the mud. <laughs> that was my favorite line of the entire episode. Right. And, man, it got crazy where when Christy was like, you barely even finished high school. and you're, Oh, yeah. You know, I was just like. The low blow again. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of, I feel like maybe that's where Abby's frustration lies with Chloe and Christy a little bit. You know, there's this mom who is making your life a living hell. And on top mm-hmm. of it, you're also making her life a living hell. Mm-hmm. So it's it's both there. But I I guess with Abby talking about Chloe behind her back, kind of, you know, there's this mom whose kid, you know, you don't like the mom and her kid wins a competition. You're like, what? I feel like, you know, it might be a little bit of frustration with that that kind of led to that whole situation. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think... Uh... I mean, what do you think? Is Christy going to stay on the show? <laughs> I feel like I feel like she will, you know, contract. Because she's just stuff. in it. And, like, when you're in it, like, you can't, like, see the forest for the trees because yeah. you're just stuck. <laughs> it's just the whole, like, blurred vision, blurred lines are there, and you're just kind of getting by. Mm-hmm. I don't think Christy wants to be there. I don't, you know, she doesn't want to be there. But it is what it is, and she has to follow through with her contract, contract and her... end of the agreement. And, you know... There's a lot of history behind them, too, and I don't know it all, but whatever. Um, the new team, um, I I agree with Christy. You know, she says, you have this team that's producing win after win after win after win. Why do you need a new team? Like, you're still unhappy with your, you know, current team, and you need a new team? Like, She's just, Abby's just looking for the next thing, the next dig the next plot she does want to challenge these girls and if you keep if you do keep winning then you can't grow mm-hmm. you know if you don't change That's then very true. you can't grow um but i mean it just gets old you know trying yeah. to compete for your spot and you know you're never really secure and you know nobody's really ever secure in any position in life Mm-mm. you know you just have to be secure in yourself and know where you are as a dancer and how talented you are and it's just you know it's a lot of pressure to have this new team here and you know there's always going to be better dancers than you but to have somebody directly right in front of you who mm-hmm. Abby's saying this is your competition that's a lot of pressure yeah in your face in your face, and she's telling you, this is who is going to challenge you. I feel like they can grow from it because there's, it mentioned that once Kalani came into the studio, all the girls got better and they wanted to work harder because Kalani inspired them. So I feel like it could be positive if they make it positive. Right, but as long as, like, I don't know. If I was in their position, I might be getting, like, a little bit tired at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. It could be it could be a positive. And they're great positive little beings and I feel like they will look for the positive but it just gets old her just tactics with these kids it does and hopefully with this new team around it'll be some fresh energy for Abby but I feel like it's going to cause more stress like Joe mentions in the reunion like Abby the show is stressful (laughs) stressful enough with just these moms and now she wants to add a new team I'm like yeah you're not gonna make it You know what I feel like she's going to do? I feel like she's going to, um, well, I can talk about that in predictions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we kind of reached the end of the the episode. We covered it all. All right. So I guess we can go into some predictions. All right. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Okay. So what's your predictions? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I predict that, I mean, I know like the last, the new team won, but I feel like the new team is going to supersede them. I feel like the Abby Lee lost only because of their costumes Mm -hmm. and their, and their boots. And I just feel like she's going to put them against each other and then they're going to have to compete, compete, compete all week. And then Friday night, see who goes to the competition. Right. And then, you know, I could see her even, like, making the team that's not competing just go and, like, watch or something. Mm -hmm. That would be horrible. 
it's funny because um, actually in one of the comments on YouTube, we I, I read that the um, current team actually beat the new team in a competition. I don't know if it's true, but they said that the, the maids routine, the royals routine, beat the new team's Ooh. In a non-televised competition. That's some juicy gossip. Yeah. I don't know if it's true. Maybe someone can guess the details about that competition right in the comments below. Maybe a link or something. Because right. if it's true, then, you know, it goes to show you again that it just matters on, you know, who your judges are. Right. I actually saw that Abby has tried to alter some of the kids' scores in the past. She, I don't know if she altered them. She saw that. I don't know how and what spirit came over her or where she <laughs> figured. I think it was once again a situation that Abby didn't think Chloe should have won. Mm-hmm. And she went to the, the guy at the competition and was like, I don't think this is right. And he came back into the room with Abby and was like, so we made a mistake. And He agreed? I don't know if they changed the score. He said that there was a an error. In the scoring? In the scoring. They, they didn't add. They can't that. add. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I forgot exactly what happened, but there was that situation, okay. which kind of led people to believe that you know Abby, which I wanted to clear up. Abby did not try to get scores changed. Okay. She was just speaking. That's what the article said. It okay. said that Abby tried to sabotage Chloe. No, she didn't try to sabotage Chloe. She was just speaking her mind about the situation in a you know like she does in a, like she does in a private situation with no cameras right. no people in the room you know which is her right to do so um, but she did not try to change scores this time she just wanted to speak with people about the situation because she was frustrated and venting okay put some positive light on it all right positive spin <laughs> to finish up um but yeah um my predictions Abby's old team definitely gonna stomp the new team. I don't think the new team's gonna pull it together to right. beat the crush, old. crush, and then the new team will be no more. Right. But yay, we did it. We did <laughs> it. Our um our reunion special. Um, Candace, tell us where we can find you at. Dance Moms fans, you can follow me on Twitter at Candace underscore Camacho, or you can like my Facebook page at Divas Dish by Candace Camacho. You guys can follow me on Twitter at the Francisco, or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram, Francisco Thurston. And we will see you guys when Dance Moms comes back on the air for the rest of the season. <laughs> we'll miss you. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 